Hello and welcome to Fin Shots. This is a Fin Shots special where we bring you a recap of a story from the past. In today's episode, we talk about Tiger Global, the Flipkart sale, and how a quasi-judicial body is trying to get the billion-dollar hedge fund to pay its taxes. Tiger Global was one of the earliest investors in Flipkart. They held 22% of the company until 2018, when they offloaded 17% to Walmart's Luxembourg entity FIT Holdings, a transaction that was valued at over 14,500 crore rupees. But Tiger Global made its investment through funds based out of Mauritius, and for good reason. Mauritius and India have a tax treaty of sorts. So if you are an investment company based out of Mauritius and you made a ton of money selling shares of an Indian company, Indian authorities won't tax the gains you made via the transaction. Instead, you'll be taxed in Mauritius. But since Mauritius does not tax capital gains, you get away scot-free. Obviously, foreign corporations lapped up this opportunity until 2016, when the government finally decided to plug the gaps. They made amendments to the treaty, but since Tiger Global had made most of its investment during the first half of the decade, it wasn't really applicable to them. So when they made all that money selling their stake in Flipkart, they figured they wouldn't have to pay any tax. And at first sight, this argument seems legit. These funds were operating out of Mauritius. The directors were discharging their duties in Mauritius. All in all, everything was firmly placed in Mauritius. But if you peel back the layers, you'll see that these funds are ultimately owned by Tiger Global Management LLC USA, albeit through a maze of holding companies. So the tax authorities argued that Tiger Global had in fact set up the Mauritius-based entity for the sole purpose of avoiding taxes. and therefore contested that they shouldn't be exempt from paying tax on gains they made through the flipkart transaction tiger global miffed with the taxman took the matter to a quasi judicial body the authority of advance rulings or aar and the case begins the counsel arguing for tiger global has one major contention i will quote them as is quote it must be proven that the transaction itself which is the final sale and not the structure of the entity undertaking the transaction was designed for the avoidance of income tax and that the revenue or the income tax department had failed to discharge its burden of proof unquote this is a wonderful technical argument but aar did not agree with this assessment instead their claim was different you don't just compute taxes by looking at the final transaction instead you look at the transaction as a whole when were the shares bought what was the purchase price what happened in between who's the primary executioner what's the appreciation and value you look at everything more importantly the heads and brains executing the transaction resided elsewhere tax authorities had shown rather conclusively that a certain mr charles p coleman operating out of a us based entity was the beneficial owner of the fund and that he was primarily responsible for most management decisions so the aar hit back with this the applicants which is tiger global funds from mauritius have contended that the holding structure of the applicants has no relevance to determine whether the transaction was prima facie designed for avoidance of tax in our opinion it is not the holding structure only that would be relevant 
the holding structure coupled with prima facie management and control of the holding structure including the management and control of the applicants would be relevant factors for determining the design for avoidance of tax the applicant companies were only a see through entity to avail the benefits of india mauritius dtaa or double taxation avoidance agreements but tiger global had another weapon in its arsenal past judgments on the matter specifically a particular ruling in the case of moody's analytics incorporated now you don't need to know what went down with moody's and why tiger global was referring to this particular judgment however what's interesting to note is how aar quashed this argument aar first concedes that capital gains accruing to a mauritius based entity from the transfer of shares of an indian company shouldn't ideally be taxed but then they dropped the bomb In this particular case gains were made by transferring shares of a Singaporean company not an Indian company that's right flipkart is based out of singapore let me break it down to you flipkart singapore is the strategic shareholder of flipkart india flipkart india is the entity that owns most of the capital assets the shares that were sold to walmart that's flipkart singapore not flipkart india but the india mauritius tax treaty agreement is only applicable to the transfer of shares of indian companies as aar notes as the issue involved here in the case of moody's was capital gain on transfer of shares of indian company the facts are found to be distinct as the applicant has not transferred the shares of an indian company but that of a singapore company and that was that AAR concluded that there was no doubt that Tiger Global had set up the Mauritius based entity to avoid paying taxes and therefore should be liable to pay what the income tax authorities deem fit. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Finshots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.